I would take vacation days when I was at YouTube and Instagram just to create because it's so hard to do that when you're trying to go in between meetings or, or like you're in the flow of writing a script. Boom, ping from your boss. And what, what do you, like, you got to prioritize that, right? That is, that's your job. Like, the, the creation was the hobby. So I was like, you know what? Like, if I want to just have more headspace and, and make content creation my, the thing that I focus on a day-to-day basis, I just have to go for it. Welcome to the Video Entrepreneur Podcast powered by Uscreen. This is your host, Rob Balasabas, head of partnerships here at Uscreen. And in this episode, PJ and I are talking with John Yushai about YouTube, the creator economy, and monetization. John was at YouTube for five years where he worked with top creators and celebrities to help them grow their audiences and their incomes. And over the last three years, John worked at Instagram on the creator economy, and so he has an amazing track record working with creators. Now fast forward to today, John writes for Forbes and Time Magazine. He's serving as the creator in residence for an NFT platform called Origin, as well as a weekly interview show where he's hosted Danny DeVito, Paris Hilton, George Lopez, Logan Paul, and a bunch of other big names that you've definitely heard of. And so with that, let's jump into today's episode. All right, guys. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Video Entrepreneur Podcast. Uh, PJ, how are things going over there in uh, D.C.? They're great. Weather is beautiful, and I'm happy to be here, Rob. And we got a really cool guest with us today, so I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just jump right into it. So uh, let's bring uh, John on. Hey, John, how's how's things going? You're on the West Coast, right? Yes, sir. I'm in Los Angeles, just living that stereotypical life, you know? <laughs> nice. Stereotypical LA life. Yeah, man. That's yes, awesome. You've had a, an exciting last few weeks. You were just saying, you know, getting married. Congratulations. Uh, interview yes. with Paris Hilton. Yeah. <laughs> there you nice. go. There you go. Uh, awesome. PJ's joining the club, what, next year, I think? Next year. PJ, That's my right. man. All cool. right. That's right. I'm excited. Dude, let me know if you want any wedding planning tips, and, and I will pass you along to my wife because she did all the heavy lifting. <laughs> she did everything. <laughs> yes, I yes, yes. That. That's awesome. Well, uh, John, uh, I don't. I think, you know, I think it might be really good. I think, you know, a lot of our audience members already know who you are and what you do, but um, let's, just, let's just do a quick introduction. So take a minute, uh, who you are, what you do, and kind of what you've been working on uh, for the last little bit. Absolutely. Um, what's up to all my video entrepreneurs? Is that what you call it, the community or yes. vidtrepreneurs? <laughs> Rob, go. we got to consolidate that, man. It's, it's video entrepreneurs. It's too long. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, my name is John. And uh, what's the best way to summarize? I guess I've been working in the creator economy for eight years, uh, five at YouTube, three at Instagram. Um, and uh, yeah, and just have gone from corporate to creator. You know, I just saw like so much of what I was doing on the side. I was just trying to create, uh, make videos. Um, when Clubhouse is taking off, to host Clubhouses, Twitter Spaces now. And as I saw more and more opportunities come in, and I saw the pendulum swinging to like a creator really being an entrepreneur and being a business person to go to the title of this podcast, I was like, you know what? I would be kicking myself if I didn't try to at least do this with more focus than putting it on the side that I have been. So it's kind of like, uh, yeah, it's, it's been an interesting journey to go. Um, I like to say anything about it. Like if you're in the NBA, I went from like the front office of the NBA and seeing all these players and coaching them and helping them to being like, maybe I should play on the court and maybe I'll get dunked on. Maybe I'll get dunked on. And, uh, maybe this is a terrible decision, but, uh, 
it feels like an exciting ride. So yeah. Nice, nice. So That's you're awesome. like, maybe I can guard LeBron. I think I can do it. I think I, I can guard LeBron. Maybe I can yeah. warm the bench. <laughs> yes. At yes. least, Get right? some ga- Gatorade for people. Yes, yeah. yeah. At least I'm a bit least. closer to the action. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I remember when we met, I think it was probably two, three years ago at Vid Summit, and uh, you were still with Instagram. I mean, you guys, I mean, you, you worked on the Instagram stories? TV, product? TV. I, I remember that Instagram moment. Instagram TV. Cause, like, yeah, because Daryl at Vidson is like, all right, John, you're going at the first keynote to open everything. I'm like, Daryl, like, wh- what? Like, the 9 a.m., like, but, uh, but I, yeah, I had a good reception. Daryl was a great friend, and uh, he always, like, um, yeah, looks out for me with Vidson. So, yeah, 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 I, I remember meeting that. That was a good time, yeah. pre-pandemic. Yes. Pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic, yeah, exactly. Well, um, like I said, uh, you are, you know, you just did this interview with Paris Hilton. Congratulations, by the way. Love to Thank hear you. how you, and I mean, before that, you were with the Pauls. Like, you know, you were, you're, you're like, you know, Danny DeVito, correct? Like, you're interviewing these <laughs> yeah, big, yeah. big, gigantic yeah, names. Um, would love to, would love to, yeah, would love to hear how you're landing these big names as guests. So what I realized is all about timing and like finding the right like partners to, to be involved and and then some of it, I mean a lot of his relationships so I could take those like one by one. Paris Hilton, um, she was launching her NFT and that relationship and introduction came all because of Origin Protocol. They're this uh, NFT platform, one of the biggest in the game, that kind of pioneered um, some of these like big launches. Like they did Blau, who was that DJ who really like had one of the biggest drops. I think it was. 12 million or 11.9 million dollars in sales um back in 2020 so like way way early if you consider the trajectory of these things and so they've been working with different celebs like george lopez um uh paris hilton being another one of them and i've come in as their creator in residence and mm-hmm. i do their interviews so um and that's funny enough started as a relationship three years ago i met their founders at a conference um funny enough one of them gave me my first bit of Bitcoin, a bit, a <laughs> tiny bit. If you're listening, I didn't get a full Bitcoin, but <laughs> it, the uh, Josh Frazier is one of the co-founders. Like, I-, I want you to check out what this blockchain, what crypto is all about. And we kept in touch. And when I started hosting these rooms on Clubhouse for NFT drops and people like, hey, how would you like to do this for us and our celebrities and some of the people we have in the pipeline? And so, um, you know, we, we just started talking and, uh, you know, I started doing these like interviews and, and then Paris Hilton is like one of their investors. And so mm-hmm. um, it's just kind of crazy that the stars aligned. And uh, yeah, so they, they help with the introduction. Then I thought creatively about like, okay, let's do an interview. I I also like, I'm like, what, you know, there's so many such interesting things about the metaverse and real life. Why don't we have like a visual? It's just like crazy. And that's what we, I think the video we made with her now is over, 10 million views across socials you know and being reposted all over the place and so uh yeah like uh i could talk about the other intros but that was the most recent one with like paris and how that came about the relationships relationships really it hey that's it the big time especially if you don't realize like where it's gonna go like i met Mm. their like i literally was walking in the hallway of a conference and Mm. i just met one of their co-founders and i was just asking questions because i was like wow you guys are very involved in say 2017 I think it was Hyatt Regency, San Francisco, the blockchain conference. There was like, there was like uh, very few people there relatively to how much are interested now. And we just reconnected when I was hosting rooms on Clubhouse and boom, that turns into things like this. It's crazy. Pretty awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Happy to see that. Relationships go a long way, especially through like the partnership that you've built with um, 
you know, the, the, the different companies that you're working with, they're able to make great introductions and there's a lot of synergy there. I love that. So that's a great way to just kind of get in front of some big names and start really good conversations early on. So that's pretty cool. Um, John, do yeah, you? Yeah, I try and. Yeah, you try and it works. Um, do you do any kind of monetization? You sell online courses, memberships, anything like that? Are you monetizing in any way or any of the creators that you've had? Um, if you're not any of the creators that you work with, like what, what are some of the popular ways they're monetizing? Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I get AdSense on my YouTube videos. Um, I did a brand deal with Stir. Um, that's a, like, a, 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 like a financial studio yeah, for creators. Know those guys. They're doing a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, they're, they're an amazing team. And uh, um, work on a few other brand deals as we speak. And uh, do consulting like um, for different folks. So, yeah, I, I think I monetize in like probably like, uh, like it's not as much at scale as some of these other creators. Um, but that's like some of the ways that, you know, I, I've been monetizing because I'm really trying to think about how do I create a business where I could reinvest and make the best content possible. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, th th those are the, uh, a few of the ways like, like uh, ongoing, like, like retainer agreements and, and, uh, like, uh, you know, AdSense and, and, and shorts fund and, you know, all, all those things kind of add up as like you know, what I've noticed is yeah. kind of cobbled together an in income. Yeah, right? that's, that's cool. Um, I'm guessing you don't sell any NFTs yet, right? No, not yet. Um, I, I, I've been helping through origin, I've been helping a lot of people with their NFT launches and marketing. And so I'm kind of, uh, I'm a big believer in second mover advantage as ironic as that sounds. Like I like to learn and like develop some kind of like, uh, understanding or point of view that may be different, but that takes like, time when yeah. something's so new of course you don't want to be so late that you miss the boat but i think it's still early and there's a lot of like security laws and and a lot of like ways that you know like is ethereum or solana the way to go with gas fees shaping up so yeah i'm i'm, I'm helping advising like just trying to add value and then i think i'll think about my own nft down the road interesting i'd be curious john what your thoughts are like you're familiar with our platform or other platforms that help these creators sell content right sell a video sell a membership mm -hmm. what about do you see in in how soon do you see a creator just simply selling a clip of their video or a specific video or a subscription as an nft being the currency you know it's interesting because i think one of the first people to do that was Justin Kahn. And uh, if you look at his, I think it's on OpenSea. I'm, I'm not, I forget. It was a, uh, I should check it out. But he auctioned off some of his videos, you know, like like um, how he sold like Twitch to um, Amazon, how he almost sold to Google, like telling mm -hmm. these fascinating stories. And those went for NFTs. But I would argue what was more, more interesting about them wasn't saying that you own the NFT of this video that anybody could watch online, but maybe you feel the value of saying you're an owner of, which like I think mm. is the case for like a board ape. I, I own this, I have access to that community. I think the thing that was more interesting and that I think other creators may do um, and follow Justin's lead is um, he kind of get like, and I don't know if he's still doing this, but part of what I was reading is like, he has like share, shareholder meetings where wow. he like talks about the content he wants to create. And if you hold an NFT, you could attend that. If he has meetups, like I think there's more participation in getting to know him. And I bet he would care more and give you more time of day, though he's a very like humble and approachable and accessible guy. But if you own one of his NFTs, that's kind of like an awesome thing that I, I bet yeah. would accelerate a relationship. 
So do I think that people like creators right now will NFT specific videos? I, I don't know that that will take off as much as like what the NFT unlocks mm. beyond just ownership of the video. Because yeah, I've seen people like, like, you know, like the, the original video they put as an NFT or, or Jack Dorsey put out his first tweet as an NFT. And, and unless you're like kind of started a platform or if you had these big hits, like, you know, if David Dobrik and Liza Koshy made their breakup video in NFT, like that, that I feel like is part of internet history, right? Mm-hmm. Versus, uh, I don't know, somebody who just put their first video as an it, it. I don't know. I think it's a hard sell unless there's something that ties a connection to the creator and their community involved in it. Interesting. So you, that, that's a really good way to put it. I like that. I never thought about it that way. I always thought about that nft being simply a mechanism of purchasing but you're basically the way i connect the dots now is there's already many mechanisms to pay for content or other things right there's yeah yeah. there's cash there's stripe there's credit cards all that stuff um but in this case what does the nft unlock what community can i get in what exclusive community am i a part of that makes sense you said it okay community and exclusivity That's cool. I'd love to kind of talk more on NFTs in a little bit, too. I'll let you jump in, Rob. Whenever you want. I drink the Kool-Aid there. So, yeah, however. uh... (laughs) No, that's good. That's good. Yeah, we definitely are thinking and looking at NFTs and figuring that out as well. Uh, But I want to go back to your days at YouTube and, you know, Instagram. And, you know, you are you're like right in the middle of those crazy, you know, hurricanes of like, you know, platforms. And I'm sure you're connected to a lot of creators and consume a lot of content yourself. was there any particular, you know, things that you did when you jumped into being a full-time creator to grow your audience? Like, did you already have a big audience? Or did you feel like, okay, I've got a good audience here, good size, good community. That made you feel a little bit safer to jump and be on your own or? Um... Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say I had a huge community. I think I had enough of like the foundation in place. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing I'd say is like, it's not like, I, I felt like I've seen the story unfold a lot, like in helping a lot of these big creators, like seeing how they adapted, like and helping them behind the scenes um, when I was at YouTube and Instagram. Like, I think I could do that. Or I think that if I don't do that, I'd be kicking myself when I'm old, you know? Right. And so both of those are forces at play to just um, do it. And um, and Origin was super helpful because they, they, they were like, we want you to do these interviews, like, like you know, come be our creator in residence. You'll still have the flexibility to, like, create your own content. And and I felt like it was a front row seat to be in the NFT space and learn. And, and, and as that's taking off and becomes a part of the creator economy. Um, and then the number one thing I was going to say is, like, being in a corporate environment where it's, like, such a huge company requires so many approvals to get things done. And that drains mm-hmm. your creativity, you know? Yeah. So I... I mean, I, I haven't talked about this too much like um, before, but uh, like, dude, I would take vacation days when I was at YouTube and Instagram just to create. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's so hard to do that when you're trying to go in between meetings or, or like you're in the flow of writing a script. Boom, ping from your boss. And what, what do you like? You got to prioritize that, right? That is, that's your job. Like the, the creation was the hobby. So I was like, you know what? Like, if I want to just have more headspace and and make content creation my the thing that I focus on a day to day basis, I just have to go for it. So, um, yeah, I think it's a lot of things that I learned and how to grow and all those like algorithm optimization tricks. But it's really as much like the headspace um, that was important. 
Yeah, yeah, I remember. I actually remember at Vid Summit. I think it was uh, Benjamin Brandon uh, was going to interview you. You know, vertical videos, yeah, yeah, IGTV. Yeah. And I think yeah. you guys, I was hanging out with him and, and he was waiting for you to get approval from legal to ask questions oh my God. Yeah. that he had. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I can imagine there's a bit of, you know, of course, you're representing the company. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Running by legal PR, like, all, all, you know, yeah. everything is very buttoned up versus yeah. like, I'm like, yeah, Rob, like, that's okay. Whatever questions you have. <laughs> Whatever questions you have. That's how our yeah, world is. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So some red tape is good. I mean, they, they have to like think about like, you know public opinion and, 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 and stock prices, like, like there's a lot of polish and, and professionalism that I've learned that I, I now adapt to, like, if I'm interviewing Paris Hilton, I'm going to put together the most comprehensive, like, interview doc and, like, think about, like, how and put together a storyboard for, like, the those um, reels and TikToks we create before we actually do it because they need to approve. So it helps, mm. but, uh, you know, it, it, it's nice to be able to turn it on and off. Yeah, I mean, what, you know, with that being said, I mean, your channel is growing. You obviously have like some big names here. Um, yeah. What are some things that you can share with our audience? You know, because a lot of them that are listening, watching right now, they're looking to grow their YouTube channel one way or another. They want to be on YouTube. Um, you know, you're doing shorts, you're doing long form, um, you know, short form, right? Um, what What's the sort of the 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 idea behind and the sort of the strategy behind your YouTube channel? And um, do you have a team for your YouTube channel? Yeah. So, and what you see on my YouTube channel, if you go to youtube.com slash Yushai is like phase one of where I want to get to this year. Um, but if you're listening to this right now and you're a creator, a video entrepreneur, like you're living in like the second renaissance of being a digital creator. I really believe that the first one was like YouTube and, 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 and video and photos and Instagram, kind of the core things that made these platforms what they are. Today, the second renaissance is brought to you by short form video, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like short, it's just crazy. Like, yeah. and, and this won't last. It never lasts like this kind of like crazy, like, like, like traction of, of a new format. It's just that whenever I, I like, I see an imbalance of supply and demand, which I mean, which I would define as like increased demand eyeballs, like is a platform putting, doing something to their platform that's going to put more like eyeballs in front of a certain format. Yes. Instagram's doing it with the Reels tab. TikTok is TikTok's been changing a lot. They're you know they're 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 like making their videos longer because they're trying to go upstream versus mm -hmm. you know like Instagram and, and YouTube are trying to go a bit downstream. But you know Shorts, there's a Shorts tab. The Shorts are being pushed in the actual like homepage, especially on mobile. Um, so like Shorts, 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 Shorts. <laughs> if you're starting shorts. out, right? Mm -hmm. And if I think about what's the short strategy with the rest of your videos, well there's two schools of thoughts like have a separate shorts channel or have a channel that has shorts and long form and i think at that point it comes down to like what is the overall mission of your content do they align to the same thing and for mine what i found i had this i i do these interviews with creators and so i did logan paul mark rober jake paul matt pat we have five more in the can right now that we're going to have coming out like hopefully every week but what i noticed is like anytime a short takes off which is just a clip of these interview videos and i do a lot like I've, I've 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 an amazing editor that helps like um kind of like uh uh like just make them more engaging than just seeing the person's face and subtitles yep like if that takes off the long form video takes off mm -hmm. too matt pat's video got five million views and because of that that full interview started growing in views um so like and now my goal is like five to six shorts per long interview 
and then I'm gonna do more custom shorts that are just me talking to camera, sharing a story, sharing tips, advice, etc. But uh, yeah, I think shorts, as long as you're thinking strategically about it, is just a wonderful way to grow right now. John, I got a quick question. Yeah, I, like that. I like that. I like that strategy. Yeah, I love that strategy. Yeah, go for it, PJ. On um, I've I've heard the same, right? There's a, a bigger demand than supply for shorts, right? And these platforms are favoring shorts. So question is, how long will this favoring last for? Because you even said it won't be this while forever. Would you say one more year or will it, because things are moving quickly. How long will this virality of short form last? Even on Instagram, you see they're favoring shorts big time, the reels. I don't know, but the longer that goes by, the harder they get. So it's like not like at six months like this, like opportunity will cut right. off. Is that even reels are harder today to get discovered than six months That's ago. That's right. Um, so it's just like the best time to start was yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And Second best it, is yeah. like, like, it's like, I, yeah, it's like, like uh, LinkedIn is another platform. I see the same thing, you know, it's like, like I, they're still figuring out video, but it's like another place where there's an imbalance of views, like from users versus, uh, a supply of content from creators. So if you're a creator and you go on there, I think you'll start to see like, benefits of like posting more often. So I'm trying to post there like once or twice mm. a day. Um, so yes, yeah, so I don't know that it's a window that will close at a specific time. It's more of a window that you, sh if you see it happening, you got to jump in. on. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you, you test a little bit. If it's gaining traction, you just got to go all in just like anything else. But let's throw out a date. I'd say on September 10th, we'll see the window <laughs> close. And what I, meant by, what I meant by that, by right, it, it just like business, when it gets very competitive, it becomes more expensive to acquire customers, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. So it's the same yeah, thing in sure. this. Sure. It's just going to get harder to get views and, and build subscribers and all that stuff. So I think you're, you're right. It's constantly getting more crowded and getting harder. Looking at it in a yeah. year from now, it's going to be completely different. Like the beginning of the pandemic, there were so many eyeballs that came on that you just saw the channels were, were exploding. The people that were already there doing it, they're exploding. Of course, those same eyeballs are still there, you know, but there's a lot more creators. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I, and so, and I also think about like this stat, like Rob, Rob, you probably remember it, like, like from TubeBuddy where it's like, to get 1 million subscribers, like the average creator has uploaded over 3,873 videos. To get 100K, it's like 1,000 videos. To get like 10K, it's like 418 videos. To get 1K, it's like 151 wow. videos. It's like quantity totally leads to quality, you know? And you got to get those reps in. But how much easier is a rep today with like short form being less than 60 seconds? I, I, I think that's the thing that's like, why I think we're in a renaissance for digital creators. Yeah. Right? It's like, it's, yeah, that like with those two buddy stats, it's like, it's, um, you need to get those reps in, but the reps like, uh, you know, like maybe you're not lifting like 50 pound dumbbells anymore. They're 25s. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, yeah. it is going to be interesting to kind of see like, you know, I don't, I, I can't imagine that it's going to be, the trend will be for longer videos over time. It's like as yeah. humans, we're just given so much, content that our attention span is just gets shorter and shorter so you know what is shorter than shorts though like what's the next trend you know it's what will be shorter than shorts right 
one second. <laughs> yeah, one second no, videos. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it is easy, I think. But it does also. It is also like it is also a skill to keep somebody's attention for like and deliver something punchy within fifteen seconds. Yeah, like it's for sure. That sounds easier, but it's also harder. Oh, yeah. No, no, it's harder. It's harder. What, what was it? There's a great quote from Abraham Lincoln, uh, like he like when he was like uh, talking about his speeches. It's like, yeah, if you want me to write a I'm paraphrasing, but it's like, if you want me to write a speech that's like, you know, 500 words, that'll be $500. If you want me to write a speech that's like 250 words, that'll be a thousand. Because right. yeah. right. it does take more work to sometimes make <laughs> it concise. I don't know if he exactly. said that quote or somebody, right, right. but yeah, anyways, yeah, being concise is, is and being brief is, a, is an art. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, all right, let's jump back into NFTs. PJ, yeah, you gotta, I'm you really excited on about NFTs. So you said something interesting. You were like, it's going to take a while for you to in, you know, indulge and learn about NFTs. I feel the same. There's a lot of buzz. There's a lot of things happening, but there's also um, regulations, education of the end user, and so much has to happen within um, NFTs. So what, what's your thought on NFTs and just things moving forward? Do you think it's, it's a buzz period where there's a lot of virality? but people don't fully get it yet. When do you think that mass adoption will happen for the creator industry around NFTs? September 10th. <laughs> <I like the laughs> <day. laughs> That's a big day for you. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think, I think the, 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 it, it, it's a struggle for me to say we're in a buzz period because so many people I talk to and, and I, I, I just think we're... Um, it's a technology and part of the creator economy that's here to stay. How it gets implemented and popularized is what we're Got still it. figuring out. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know, and I'm really curious like what the security laws will be around it because there's a lot of stuff that's like kind of the wild west right now, you know? Yeah. And, and so, like for example, like one thing that's part of like quote unquote web two that's like will it be part of web three is, um, you know when something's a paid promotion yeah. in a video? It says in paid promotion mm -hmm. with or in paid yeah. partnership with. Like it's a like the, there's there's regulations around yeah. that and there's disclosures. There's no disclosures right now around NFTs and there that has to be fixed. You know, it's like it's like mm -hmm. uh, uh, people can talk about projects pump and dump and all that stuff. It's like so there's a lot of stuff like that that I think will make it less volatile and safe. But that fundamental technology and the fact that you could buy into a community and have that community appreciate is really exciting and i think unlocks a lot of use cases that wouldn't exist before so i think it's here to stay but how is what we're still figuring out yeah it's good that's actually it's probably it's a lot of like even before you know before this it was you know privacy issues with facebook and youtube yeah. and stuff and then legal and laws and jurisdictions kind of followed after right so it seems like the same thing like technology is a little bit ahead and then laws and regulations yeah. will sort of follow eventually but yeah pretty awesome yeah. i'm excited yeah. that's good i've got one more question for you john before yeah i've got one more question for you before you run um uh but before we do that um let people know where to connect with you find everything that you're working on your interviews with all these big names what's the best place yeah uh check out my youtube channel youtube.com slash yushai uh um, I'm sure my last name spelling is somewhere here, but Y-O-U-S-H-A-E-I. It has every vowel in there. Thank you, mom and dad. 
uh, for that very immigrant uh, 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 last name. I'm very proud of it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Instagram, at Yushai, Twitter. Like, I need to change it. If anybody knows anybody at Twitter, please help me. I'm trying to change my thing from every vowel, which is like every vowel in my last name used to be my cartoon series, to Yushai, which I own both. But you kind of, like, switching them is hard when, like, you have that little blue check or, or whatever. Um, yeah. But, yeah, those, those, those are some of the places. And TikTok, et cetera, yeah, all, 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 all the places. But, uh where can they check out Uscreen? That's a more important question. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're Everywhere. checking it out right now, guys. If you're watching here this, now. I guess you're already here. Yeah, smash exactly. That, you're already here. <laughs> smash that uh, subscribe or follow button, whatever it looks for for, for, for Rob. So he's... Uh, there you yes. go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's awesome. All right. Yeah, no, we'll have your links and everything. Um, okay, before you go, you know, you went from in-house corporate uh, marketing guy to uh, full-time creator. So uh, for the folks out there that are listening, you know, looking to do this full-time as a full-time creator, what are some things that they should think about, think ahead that maybe you didn't realize until you jumped, made that full, full-time jump? Well, I feel like I was so... Like I was thinking about it for so long. I think it's really about finding the right partners to, to work with. Um, like I uh, like like I had an editor that I've been working with for years. You know that has helped me on a lot of my videos and and so I was like, okay, I feel like if I make videos, I have a good editor that you know I was doing it on my own at first. Like he kind of gets my voice and helps elevate. And uh, and then the right partnerships and 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 you know people to work with like like an origin protocol or if there's a company that you know you're like okay like they um, if I work with them like there's a way that we can both win together um, but I don't know I think I think the thing that I didn't realize jumping into it as much is like the yeah just like the, the mental health thing is so real like I I always knew that but to feel it is different like. You know, you kind of like you put in so much work and if sometimes abuse don't work out, you're like, wow, I feel like crap today. Mm -hmm. But really, you should just take it that as a learning and be like, OK, what what could I do better for next time? And as long as you have a schedule, you kind of get into a repeated flow and don't think take things as personally. But uh, that's easier said than done. I definitely have felt like crap on, on days where I put my heart and soul into a piece of content and didn't work out. But such is life, you know, yeah. you bounce back, yeah, you make the next piece and uh, you keep that's going. Right. On to the next one. On to the next yes. one. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, John, thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us. Uh, congratulations on all the success. Excited to see where you you take off from here even more. So uh, thanks for joining us. And PJ, Absolutely. thanks for hanging that out was as well. A pleasure, John. Really nice to meet you and chat with you as well. Likewise, likewise. And shout out to all the vitrepreneurs out there. <laughs> I'll see you guys all on September 10th. Well, all these predictions will hopefully come true. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that episode with John Yushai. Make sure you're subscribed to the show so you don't miss any of the new episodes as they're published. And if you want to learn more about using Uscreen for your business, or if you want to become one of our affiliate partners, we have an amazing program. I'd love for you to head over to uscreen.link slash podcast to get more information. And with that, I'll see you in the next episode.